Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. We are on episode 33 now, actually. So we're kind of chugging along. Uh, you know, when we think about all the stuff that we've covered, everything that we're going through, and, you know, all the topics that, you know, we're going to cover. Um, we are now covering the last week of sexual assault awareness. And, you know, um, I was actually, as I was editing last week's topic, um, I keep saying, um, I realized that I'm not a good public speaker and I don't know why you guys let me open, but I'm really going to try to say less ums. It's going to be a thing, but pause and you know, I don't know if you guys really, so I challenged everybody last week to really think about the language because that was a big topic that we covered, language, and I was really surprised on how well we did and we talked about and how much of that content was, but before we get into that, I think we should all do kind of a check-in and see how's everybody doing. Um, I know we were kind of talking before the podcast started. We were talking about um, some news topics and uh, let's, let's kind of, let's, so let's, let's get into this week's episode. Uh, and I said, um, again, <laughs> darn it. I tried. All right. So Marcus, why don't you start us up? How's your week going? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you saw in the news you want to talk about? Anything that's on your mind? Anything on your heart? Yes. Uh, what's, what's wearing you down marcus Bring it into the uh right now nothing's not wearing me down at the moment i'm doing good and everything it's just that like i'm just ready to like talk about this topic that we're doing today so yes. yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up soon uh because next month we're also we're gonna start talking about mental health uh it's gonna it's next month it's mental health awareness and actually pregnancy awareness month so we're gonna like mesh the two topics together and uh so we're gonna ask people to start like you know submitting their topics and and i know that we like we're gonna talk talk, talk about like body shaming um the mental health illnesses things like that so i can't wait to talk about this topic and then more topics to come um we actually have a new person on jada uh, so, hi hi so welcome welcome to our podcast thank you what, what brought you on i feel like i i feel like a what is it what is it i don't know what i feel like a i feel like someone though like hello thank you for coming so thank you for coming to our podcast what um tell us tell us who you are and who jada is and you know, whatever, whatever you want to share with, with, with the class, per se. Hi, I'm Jada, and I'm a senior at Irvington High, and I like to listen to music. Nice. Okay. All right. Like it, like it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Nelson, Nelson, Nielsen. Yeah. So... What's going on with you? Um, we were talking about something, if you want to bring it to the table, that uh, you saw in the news. Mm, the only thing I really saw was, um, it was, uh, I saw like two stories, okay. one about Micaiah Bryan, another one about this this little girl that got shot, I think next to uh, like McDonald's or something like that. I didn't see that I, one. I, 
Do y'all be seeing a lot of these stuff? Because there's like um, there's a motivational speaker that I follow on um, on um TikTok where he addresses. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I was gonna wait for you to say TikTok. Where he addresses all of these um, all all of these stuff that happens to black people and stuff, all of these racial stuff and stuff. That's that's basically it. I was like, I said, I'm, I wrote, I told Mark. Yeah, I saw your face. You was like, you wait for the TikTok. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't wait to hear Danielle's the same TikTok. Um, hi. Hi, Trin- Trinity. Wait, overall, yeah. I'm doing good. Everything's okay. Okay. Um, let me. Okay. So, Nielsen, um, I was very excited that you were going to talk about TikTok because I love your TikTok stories. I actually was, when I was editing last week's podcast, I was like, oh my God, I can't TikTok. Um, but it's really funny, though, how we relate so much to social media, though. Like, think about how much you're on social media on a daily. Whether we're on Instagram, whether you're on TikTok, whether you're on Snapchat. I don't know what else is out there. Facebook. Um, but where you get your information and where we relate to the public. So... You know, Nielsen relates to TikTok. I'm on the Insta. Where, where what is it? The gram? What do we call it? What do you guys call it? Instagram. Instagram. Okay. I didn't know if that was like a fancy name to it because I just call it Instagram or Insta. I think some people call it IG. I'm not sure though. Or IG. But that's usually what I'm on all day. Um but excuse me. That's what you know, but like how that's how we get to each other. Because one of the things that I think we talked about was, you know, that horrific national, uh, we're not going to say it, day. Remember that right day? Mm-hmm. But, and how it, it kind of, think it's helped spread things like wildfire, yeah. fire, wildflower, whatever. But, yeah. And it's not, and a lot of times, just people, the reactions people made, it was more of like a panic, more, and then more of not people thinking about if this thing is actually true or not. Exactly. And what did we do? Most of us were like, we're on, the, on our yeah. phones being like, oh my God, let me check my social media. And then one one guy posted posts the day, and then it just, people kept posting it and posting it, and then it made people believe that this is something that's really going to happen right. because of the fact that y'all kept posting it and it just spread out throughout the world and everything and yeah and that played a major role into people reacting like people were saying oh they don't want to go go outside that day people saying that like oh they're gonna like have stuff to defend themselves that day and everything so it caused a lot of people to be feel uneasy and cautious yeah. during that day exactly you know it's just it's insane you know, social media can be our best friend, but it also can be our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Today is the day of Denim Day. Has anybody heard what Denim Day is? Uh, I kind of got a, like, good thing about Denim Day. What I know about Denim Day is that people wear denim jeans and jackets during that day. And I know that it relates to, like, sexual assault and rape and all of that. So. And you guys something last week right with uh with cheryl yeah um we had this poster when we gave a quote or sentence about like no more yeah oh yeah the no more things yeah you guys so like and all that stuff 
What about my Zoom people? What do you guys know about Denim Day? I have not heard of that before. All right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you guys really quick what I researched because prior to this, I actually really didn't know anything about Denim Day. So Denim Day begins back in 1992 in Italy. An 18 year old was raped by a, by a 40 year old driving instructor who was taking her to her very first driving lesson. She reports the rape and the perpetrator is arrested and, and prosecuted. He is convicted of rape and sentenced to jail. Years later, he appeared he, he appeared and appealed the conviction, claiming that they had sexual sex. The, the Italian Supreme Court overturned the conviction, and the perpetrator was released. The statement for the court argued that because the victim was wearing very tight jeans, she had to help him remove them, and the remove the jeans. I mean, and it was not rape, but consensual sex. So this became known as the jeans alibi. This enraged the public. And the women of the Italian parliament launched a protest wearing jeans in the Supreme Court. This was picked up by international media, which inspired the California Senate and Assembly to do the same thing on the steps of the Capitol in Sacramento. Patty Ochozulo Giggins, executive director, director of Peace Over Violence, saw this in the media and thought everyone should be wearing jeans to protest all over the mess of white women and girls are raped. This is how Denim Day in LA event was held in April of 1999. So this is a really interesting case because verbally no consent was actually given. It was only because consent had to be given because she was wearing tight jeans. Excuse me. And she, it was because she was physically she had to physically give, she had to physically take off the jeans. So that's the only reason why they believed consent was given. But that was not actually proven. So what are your guys' thoughts on the case? So my thoughts on it, it relates to last episode when we talked about um rewording different phrases and all of that. Yeah. And also... The things that I don't get is, first of all, like you stated that she removed the jeans. You don't actually know the reason behind why she removed them. You can't really state an argument without having like a certain amount of evidence to support it. Also, like I don't like mostly consent should be given verbally, not even though like there's cases where consent is given physically. There should be time most of the time, especially in this case, you have you have to see what type of consent was given. And even if it like you have to think about like if that was consent or not during that situation. Right. Because the thing is, in this case, they, you know, and, you know, it's always funny because it's always a bunch of men. Not that you guys are not, you know, not that the men in this room are not. Mature. Mature and respectful to women. But it's, you know, girls, can we not, can you not agree with me? It's always men that are making decisions for us. Yeah, I agree. It's true. It's true, right? And then they, they said, well, it, she had to, um, you know, take off the pants and, you know, like they know what we go through. So 
you know, I think about this poor girl, 18 years old. She's trying to look cute, probably. And she's wearing these, you know, these things. And she's probably trying to feel good about herself. So this man thinks, well, she had, she's wearing tight jeans. So um, that's what a guy's logic is. Not, I don't know. It's just that, but it goes into that conversation of consent. Now, is consent, what does consent mean? So what is, let's talk about that. What is consent? What does that mean to us? Um, Consent means to give, like, give a response verbally saying yes giving like different types of ways of saying like there's different types of scenarios where you can say yes and yeah that's consent what do you guys i'm gonna i'm playing up with the dictionary means what do you guys what is consent to you guys um i think it's communication between the two um if you just communicate with each other then and you know yes is used I think that is consent. Okay. Somebody else would to verbalize what they think consent means. Nielsen, do you have a TikTok video for us on consent? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a TikTok video on everything. Oh yeah, yeah there was, was waiting for a TikTok video. Oh yeah, this this relates too, cause um, cause you, cause there was a question about can you take consent, like can you take consent back and stuff like that. I, I'm always on TikTok, and um, most of the most of the stuff I see on TikTok relates to uh, all the stuff we talk on the talk about on the podcast. There was like, can you take consent back? And a lot of people in the comments, they always they was like, you know, you already said yes. That one yes, <laughs> don't equal <laughs> that one yes is all we need. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't need a, we don't need like we don't need no. We just want yes. And some people were like some people were like if um she says no one hundred times and if she finally says yes, then that would be considered like oh you, you um, you peer pressured her into saying yes. So that would still be considered rape. I don't understand. Like I'm confused about that part too. But like um, it they was like how you can't take consent back and you actually can during if you're having sex with a person, and um she says yes during, and she says yes and it changes her mind. She, you can she can still take consent back and if you continue when she said no then that would be considered rape if she says um no afterwards af- after y'all finish doing the deed and stuff like that th- then um if she regrets it or says no after y'all were done then that's not that's not considered um rape because you already consented and you just said no after everything was done and you regretted it and stuff like that yeah so that's so interesting that you said because like you said i think you said at one point you said we only need that one time yes right is that what you said and but you could always take back consent yeah that's and what that's, the, that's what a lot of the people were saying in the comments about the tiktok video i, I don't understand that part i think i wish that uh, it's like i'm confused because like if um she says no like a hundred times and she finally finally says yes did like was she peer pressure into saying yes and would that still be considered rape? I'm confused about that. What do you guys think? That's a I, good point. What do you guys think if she's saying no a hundred times, but then she says yes that one time? Is she being peer pressured? Of course. Yeah, I think. I think yes, she is. She is. Okay. Do you, Marcus says yes. Mm-hmm. Gina says yes. Trinity says yes. I have to keep my opinions out of this. So. 
Why do you guys think that she's being peer pressured? Because um, if you're trying to get a person to say yes multiple times, then that means you're pressuring that person. If that person already told you one the first time, mm -hmm. you should, should already accepted the fact that that person said no. If you're keep if you're keep asking the person the same question and you're getting the same response multiple times, that means that person doesn't want to do whatever whatever you're asking. So that means no. I thought about it, it this way. So like, yeah, I'm, I agree with Marcus because like if you if you if a person asks you a question over 100 times, then they, they say no. And when they finally said yes, they felt like they didn't have a choice anymore. You know what I mean? They they feel like they didn't have a choice. It was either you would get it's either no, it's either you say no and then they'd be mad, or like you say you say yes and they finally get what they want. So they didn't. It's like it's not like they really had a choice. They just wanted to hear what they wanted to hear, and they they, they didn't care about what you really wanted to say because they was gonna keep they were gonna keep asking again until so you finally said the word that they wanted to hear. So like that. That's that's the way I thought about it. Yeah, that's a good point because I do that a lot with my mom. Like when I want to go get my hair done, I'm like, "Mom, can I please get my hair done? Can I please get my hair done?" She's like, "No, not today, no." And then she finally says yes. So it's yeah, that's a good point. That's true. Okay, that's a really good. That's a, that's a, you guys make a really good point. Um, the Oxford Dictionary says consent means permission for something to happen or an agreement to do something. So. Um, that's what actually what consent means. So that's a really, and we talked about, so, and then there's consent in different, so that each state has a different uh, age for consent. The age of consent in New Jersey is 16. And there's different, and it goes all the way up to 18. So like that's the minimum age of consent. What do you guys think about, the different ages in different states uh what do i think about the different ages in different states is that it causes a lot of confusion okay, okay. and the reason why is because say if you live at one state and the age where you can get cons give consent to like a person is like 16 mm -hmm. and you go to another state and the consent there is probably 17 or 18 a different different age group right yeah. and then you've and then there's a case where you're like, oh, I want to go to a different state and the consent age is different yeah. and they have a partner, right, mm -hmm. who's not in the age limit where they're not able to give consent. And the person is unaware of that. And the partner did not state this to the person that's under the age limit to provide consent. Mm -hmm. Then it just causes a lot of confusion and chaos. And that person can get trialed, go to jail and stuff like that, just because of the fact that they were confused that of the different consent ages in different states. So I feel as though consent, like the age you can get cons give consent should be the same all over in different states so that confusion does not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was, um, I have this story. So I was arguing, I was, it, re it relates because, um, I was arguing with this girl. She sent me a TikTok about um so age of consent in um Japan is thirteen and fourteen years old. That's young, stuff like that. I it's, like, it's like a it's like around that age and stuff like that. So she was like, how how a, a person this, this the male is like twenty eight years old, around 20, 26, 27. 
And then the girl is around, is around like 14, 13, 14, 15, one of those ages. And she was like, how it's weird. I said, it's, I know it's weird. I understand that. But it's, um, she was like, how that's weird. And she was trying to compare the legal age in America to the legal age in Japan. I said, you can't really do that. To you, it's weird. But like, um, over there is normal because it's legal and stuff like that. So I understand where you're coming from. To me, it's weird. It's weird. I, I, I agreed with her. But because I said that it's legal over there, so that's none of my business. That's legal over there. It's it's fair. Not, there's nothing wrong with it. So I don't have a problem with it. If it was in America, that'd be a whole different story because that's illegal and that's weird. And that's like, oh, that's a grown up um, grooming a young child and stuff like that. No, and then she got mad. She was like, oh, why are you agreeing with this? I said, it's legal. <laughs> what's, your, what's your problem? <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so like Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, so my thing is though, think about when you guys are, I mean, because a lot of you guys are 16, 17, 18, um, in that age range, but like think about, you know, because I think about how old I am now, but how old I was when your guys' age. I don't know if I had if somebody older approached me I don't know if I had the mental capacity at the age of 16 to understand what that means to consent like to consent so what do you guys think though like at the age of 16 do you understand what you're consenting to um I'd say um yes around the age of 16 and 17 but like some uh, grown men can or grown women can I can um manipulate you into giving consent because it's easy, it's easy to take um, advantage of a young child that hasn't yet developed and stuff. So do you think, like, the age of consent, like, across the board should just be 18? 18 is fun. It's a good age. Yeah, 18. Yeah, I, th- I think 18, too, because, like, like Nelson stated, um, like, 16 and 17, we could get manipulated easily. And me being 17 years old, and so in the, if I was in a situation where, like, I didn't want to give that consent to a person. I would be kind of nervous to like give a response yeah. with all honesty. And I at least you have to fall back to you like, wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I think about it like at 16, do you really truly understand? You know, like think about it like the 25 year old at the age of like, came to you at when you're 16 and being like hey like and propositioning you do you under do you really have the mental capacity to understand i know you guys are like i can't, I can't really speak for other people but me at the age of 16 i understand um consent all all this other type of stuff but um around i'm pretty sure like around around 16 17 everyone pretty gives a gives like a little comprehension of the consent stuff like that like they understand that a little bit. They know how to give consent, take away consent. But like, um, you can still be used and stuff like that. Yeah, you can still get manipulated. You can still get manipulated. Yeah, I agree with Nelson for a different reason. I believe like, um, with like, I believe like during even if you're like sixteen and seventeen, I believe that a lot of sixteen, seventeen years old know about consent, know how to use it. The problem is, is that um people like a lot of people don't have the confidence to like if they're in that scenario to give the actual response that they want yeah so that's a major factor and that's the reason why i agree with y'all earlier about 
boosting up the age to 18 because of that. Uh, yeah, I think 18 is a safe age, too. Yeah, because, like, because there's a few scenarios where, like, um, the girl, she's shy. She In her mind, she's thinking, oh, what is he going to say? What is he going to say if I say no? Oh, what is he going to do to me if I say no? Is he going to leave me alone? Then she'll be like, I'm going to just say yes anyways because I'm if, if I say no, something bad might happen. She's, in her mind, she's jumping to conclusions and stuff like that. And she's not really, she's not able to think clearly about what she really wants to say. And then she goes on and say something she didn't, she didn't want to say. Stuff like yeah. that. For me personally, like, lo- like hearing the numbers of people that dealt with, like, different types of sexual assault, it, sh- it just shows, like, how people are not, people are, people are getting a lot of unfair treatment and all of that. And it shows that, like, even though we don't actually see it or say it or, say it. or people don't actually say it, that's still a big number. and. A lot of people, and I don't even think that's the whole thing because a lot of people don't even express it. And if we look at the statistics for men, that's big too. That's a lot of males. Yeah, and then you know that a lot of males are not going to, like, state that they were at least sexual assaulted by someone or not. So it just shows a lot. Literally, women, well, men 
one in four of you are going to experience sexual violence. And that's a fact. And, and it's the same thing for women. One in three of us are going to experience sexual violence. And it's a fact. So the thing is, it's our responsibility to be each other's best advocates and to say, and it's that bystander effect too. Because a lot of us see stuff, but we don't do anything about it, right? I know I've seen things, especially growing up, and I've been like, do I see something? Do I not say something? So why do we? Why do people not say anything? Um, sometimes they don't say anything because sometimes the police, the police, like, the police are unreliable. I've heard um a few stories where people went to the police and the pol- where men would go to the police about the getting raped. And then the policemen would laugh at them, ridicule them, and do all this and that. And they would feel unsafe and stuff like that, which which is why I think that they should change a few, a lot of the laws about the police department and stuff like that. And give, because like they feel like they have too much power, stuff like that. They do, they basically, they basically do what they want. And we can't really do anything about it. Like the only difference between them and us is that they carry a gun. They can, like, they have power. Yeah. We could just be walking on the street. And stuff like that, and they would they would say, "Oh, he had a gun, she had a gun, this and that." Then use their gun for no reason. They have too much power, and we need to change a lot of the laws so it can be safer for everyone else, so they can express themselves and go to the police. If the if the people that are supposed to protect you are killing you, you can't really go for help. You can't really ask for help. You can't. It's so true. Uh, for me, reasons why like. A lot of bystanders don't like report different cases is one people might feel as though it's not their business to be involved in and they fear of like the outcome of being involved in that specific scenario another reason is because depending on like the scenario a person can think they're just playing in all of that like because you know some people just you know and I believe like like reasons like other reasons why bounce bystanders like just stand around and everything is because like either they just want to see what's going to happen like because we have a type of bystander that will just like watch as things go on without like saying anything about it for their like own personal amusement and everything and yeah like who's nosy yeah. yeah, I don't understand people like that because some bystanders they're um they're nosy enough to pay attention to what's happening, but not nosy enough to go to the cop and explain what happened. Like yeah, how those... is that nosy to pay attention to everything? But when it comes to actually stepping in and doing what the right thing, you want to check it out how. Yeah. I don't understand like, people. Like, like what that. are you doing here? No, it's so so true. I mean, you guys are making so many good points, and I think that's you know, and I hate always saying it, but it always falls back to, you know, where we, we have, it falls back to us, where we have to start voicing and saying, like, enough's enough, y'all, we gotta find our voices and say, like, step it up, step it up, but, yeah, so we have to wrap up the episode, um, so this is our conclusion of Sexual Assault Awareness Month, I think this was a great, uh, it was a great topic. 
And I think we've gone through def definitely different aspects of it. We've, we've talked about cases, we've talked about language, and we've talked most importantly, we've talked about consent and what consent looks like and what it means. So, uh, Marcus, right. send us home. Thank you for listening, everyone. Just remember, as Ms. Layla stated before, about consent and its importance in our human society. And always and always make sure that your significant other gets the consent that she deserves or he deserves. Thank you. Um, my Zoom people, do you want to wrap up? All right. Or... It, was, um, it was fun talking to everyone. I will see you guys next week with a TikTok story. Yes! Um, this was fun. Thank you for having me. I hope to be in the next one. I really had fun talking to you guys and stay safe, everyone. <laughs> uh, we just love when yeah. the new people say they want to yeah. come back and don't think we're crazy. Yeah. Even though with some of our mess ups, we like it. Um, um I just want to say thank you guys for having me. This session, this topic, I'm sad. This is the last one that I caught because I really enjoyed it. Even though I didn't speak much, but I was listening and I hope to join you guys next week and any other time after that and maybe talk a lot more. Hey, so thank you guys again for having me. We, like, we love when we have people on and you know what, next week or the week after we're going to be next month, we're going to be talking about mental health awareness and we want to hear topics. I'll be sending out emails and, you know, just send us the topics of uh, things you guys, y'all want to hear. So um, my final thoughts on this is thank you guys for listening. You know, um, sexual assault awareness is a real thing. You know, you guys all heard the numbers. Consent is everything. Even if your partner withdraws consent, that is also important. And, you know, report, 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 and be safe out there, everybody. You can... Um, uh, you can hear us out on Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Other than that, we'll be in your ears again next week. Thank you all, and uh, we'll check you out. Bye. 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 See you next week. Bye.